Det här är podcasten Stadens femte och sista vykort från vår resa genom USA. Det har varit en resa som trots de olika städerna visat sig innehålla en hel del gemensamma teman. Ett av dessa teman har varit gränser. Gränsen som den idé om The Frontier som är en så viktig del av den amerikanska historiska myten. Gränsen mot det oupptäckta landet. En berättelse som fortfarande återkommer i amerikanska städer idag. Men också gränsen mellan grannskap, hårdnande gränser mellan rika och fattiga. Vi har också stött på en stark vilja att kliva över och lösa upp de här gränserna. Och ingenstans blev det här senaste, paradoxalt nog kanske, så tydligt som vid den tydligaste gränsen av dem alla. Den mellan Mexiko och USA. På varsin sida om den mexikanska gränsen ligger San Diego och Tijuana. San Diego ofta betraktats som en av USAs härligaste städer. Sol, surfing, stränder med sin slogan America's finest city. Och Tijuana, ofta demoniserad. En stad präglad av drogkarteller och kidnappningar i mediasbild och allmänhetens ögon. Gränsen som separerar Mexiko från Amerika är med sina 330 övergångsplatser världens mest korsade gräns. Det är en extremt övervakad gräns. Men det är också en gräns som är vardag för många som arbetar och bor i San Diego och Tijuana. Vi träffade landskapsarkitekten Nabil Macias som ursprungligen är från Tijuana men som levt hela sitt liv på båda sidor av gränsen. Hennes berättelse är en annan än den om skilda världar. En som handlar om två städer som är beroende av varandra. Jag som kanske till och med är samma stad. Podcasten Staden är ett samarbete mellan Sveriges arkitekter och tidskriften Arkitektur. Och under våran resa genom USA har vi haft stöd ifrån akademikernas A-kassa. Och det är vi såklart otroligt tacksamma och glada över. Och vill därför uppmana alla er som är akademiker att genast nu... Under sommarledigheten gå in på Akademikernas A-kassas hemsida och skaffa er en arbetslöshetsförsäkring. Det kostar 90 kronor per månad. Jag ska också säga det att under andra hälften av augusti så kommer fullängdsavsnitten från vår nordamerikanska resa. Då hörs vi igen. Till dess, ha en skön sommar. Men nu, Nabil Macias från San Diego, juni 2015. My name is Nabil Macias. I am a landscape architect in San Diego. And my family is very unconventional. It's this Brady Bunch kind of gathering of people. My dad, um, he was from Tijuana, uh, originally from Jalisco, Puerto Vallarta. And then he moves to Los Angeles. And my mother is from Jalisco as well, but Guadalajara. And she moved to Tijuana when she was younger. So in, in the old days, you used to work. When you were 15, you'd go out to other cities and start working. And Tijuana was a major metropolitan city. And everyone used to end up there and then would make their way to San Diego. So that's what my family did. Um, they met, started a family, and when I was six, we crossed over. My dad got a job at UPS, which is in East Lake. Um, before, actually, before we moved over here, my dad crossed the border every day for a year. And that's definitely in my memories, crossing the border every single day to drop him off because we only had one car. So we would cross over 
drop them off, go to Costco, and then drive back to Tijuana, and then do it again in the evening. Of course, the border wait wasn't as long as it is now. It's ridiculous now, where you have to wait like two hours. <laughs> But can, can you describe as a as a kid how how that border crossing sort of felt like? Was it? I mean, I don't know. It growing up with it, it just becomes part of your daily routine. It's it wasn't as harsh as it is now, where it's this delineation like stay away. Um, now you have to answer a lot of questions, and, but back then it was just a threshold that you had to pass. But it wasn't really a barrier as it is now. Whoever I talk to, I always say, "I'm from San Diego, Tijuana." It's a completely different culture. You can't say it's American and you can't say it's Mexican. It's the it's the coming together of both of them, and it makes such special art and cuisine. And I enjoy it so much. And right now, it's I think when there's rough times, and it, it happens a lot in history, and you could see it in a lot of different events in history, where they have really rough times with politics, and somehow the art emerges. I felt like that's kind of what happened. Now that we have all this um, drug dealing war in Mexico. For some reason, the arts just exploded. So music and food in Tijuana right now is just amazing. I don't know if you guys want to go eat. No, we we now we definitely. I mean, we definitely want to go to Tijuana. For you have to go reasons. eat. Yeah. You have to go eat right now. Taco trucks. They have these um, like taco truck gardens that they just cluster together and it's this really high-end cuisine which street food has always been amazing but now it's just even better you have chefs out on the streets cooking simplified foods that are so technical and so amazing in their composition oh, i just love it i'm getting hungry right now <laughs> that's wonderful but when you say san diego tijuana that you say that you live in san diego tijuana is th- is that like is that like within within tijuana you get the san diego tijuana feeling but you do can you say that you're i mean that's because san diego is or is it I think it's it's the same for either side. It, mm. San Diego Tijuana is an island. Like every American in San Diego has had their adventures in Tijuana. Anyone you talk to, they always say like, "Oh yeah, I remember going down there to club to the clubs or just to the beaches." And it's the same for Tijuana people. It's just a mixture. You can't separate them. They're just I don't know. They're just this really great hybrid. But do you have do you like have homes in both cities now? Yes. So you have two homes. Yes. Well, my family had their home and apartment. Mm-hmm. They have uh, real estate in Mexico, and they kept it even though we moved to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So right now, my brother is living in the house that my parents built in Tijuana, and. We have our homes over here, so anytime we cross, we could go to that house at any moment. But can you feel strangeness when the border gets sort of wider and harder, and and, and the conflict and the collision gets 
sort of stronger and it doesn't really match up the feelings that you have that are totally different that are more like dual yeah i definitely feel that like a person living it you don't see the danger in your city you love that city you know about it but i'm still gonna go eat breakfast there if i want to and i think that's where um like when you start talking to people and they start saying like oh i'm definitely not going there i mean i celebrate my city so much and by my city i'm talking about san diego tijuana (laughs) i celebrate it so much and then you hear people and they just have horror stories and the news and all these really different ideas about the place where i come from and i'm just like i don't know taking back by it because I have a totally different perspective on it and it's I don't know I think it's kind of a shame that they have that light on this really amazing place so I could definitely see what you're talking about and kind of do live it and I always have conversations with people and they're always they actually this is a little anecdote that just happened so I started working in this new place and Nobody really knows that I'm Mexican. They always mistake me for Persian or something else. They, I don't know. They can never, they can never figure it out. So my boss was talking about Mexico. They have a few projects there, and he was just saying like, "Oh, it's, you know, it's a nice place, but you shouldn't really go there." And he's just going on about it, <laughs> and I was just laughing inside. And somebody finally said like, "Well, you know, she's from that." city <laughs> he immediately turned red and I was just like <laughs> yeah I mean we know about the kidnappings we know about the drug trafficking but at the same time we know the places to stay away from so but apart from the yeah but apart from the 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 one the things the, the I mean the bad reputation and all that stuff the harshness I mean we haven't been to Tijuana. We have heard you talking and Hilda earlier. Uh, but we went down to the sea where the border, border the, the fence is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, the feeling we get is sort of another one. And it's about div- division and harshness and, and, and separating things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is so contradictory in, in, to, to the story that you tell which you obviously share with a lot of other people. But, I mean, we also have other stories. I have I have a lot of family members that can't cross over to San Diego, so that's why we have to go over there. Mm. We have a lot of family members that live in Los Angeles that don't have papers and can't come down to San Diego because there's a lot of... Um, border patrol stations or patrols everywhere so we also have those stories yeah. I'm fortunate enough to have both nationalities and get to enjoy the two but we also have those family members that are struggling with that division and of course that separation then becomes very apparent in a family dynamic sure. which is a totally different part but somehow you just make it work would you consider to move back to or used to move to Tijuana if you got the right job if you if the circumstances were like okay I could actually take that step or is it more like 
you think that you will be a resident of, of San Diego and then with the, with the contacts with your relatives and friends and stuff, having a close contact with the pay was really good <laughs> and it was an amazing house yeah i mean i've thought about you know maybe purchasing a vineyard or mm. something in valle de guadalupe um i would you definitely have something of your own like, i would yeah. want to have something of my own over there um to live i'm not sure yeah. but to have a home over there and go and visit and take vacations of course I mean I go over there every weekend and <laughs> that's where we take all of our vacations so I think definitely sorry go and I was just gonna say um, it's really inter interesting because a lot of my siblings have actually made that transition <laughs> that they've had good jobs in San Diego they've had you know most of their life in San Diego and they somehow just decided to go back what, what, so okay. one of my siblings actually lives in Sonora and it's it's really strange to see the life that he lives it's so stress free <laughs> it's really different like life in San Diego is a little bit faster there's a lot more pressure to like keep up with a nice home and nice things and I go to where he lives it's Rocky Point it's upcoming tourist um, it's a little bit um, I don't know it's a little bit like Rosarito I don't know if you've been um, it's kind of like this beachfront tourist spot. Uh, it's in the middle of the desert of Sonora, but it has really nice shores. Mm. It's amazing. But he has a little like fish uh, cocktail taco truck, and he is just living the life out there. Even if it's not the same income, even if it's not the same lifestyle, he's just so relaxed and it's amazing. But one thing that we that we have run into during our old trip, meeting people from from Mexico and from other parts of South America, is they always in always immediately start talking about family. That's sort of the number one thing. We spent one day with this guy in Boyle Heights. He was, I mean, it took two minutes before he was talking about his kids and what they were doing and his wife and his family and his extended family. His uncle had been to jail and uh, and and it was con oh. <laughs> this constant sort of very strong idea of of, 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 of the clan. <laughs> I could not stay away. That's the first thing that I said. Yeah. I came back to Chula Vista because I cannot stay away. I would drive down every single weekend. I did that for six years. Driving, the t it's only two hours, but every single weekend. Mm. Just to come have breakfast and lunch on a Sunday. Mm. So it definitely is really, really strong. Um, a really strong connection and... I don't know. I don't. I don't think Mexicans can stay away from their families. Mm. Is that possible? <laughs> we, the Mexicans can do. 
ever break away? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I tried it. I went to school in Los Angeles. <laughs> and I was going to go to France, but it was too far. <laughs> so I stayed. <laughs> Bienvenida a la cena.